So does Pat have a shirt? Yes, he would have a shirt. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you as you come into the town, uh, the local herder comes up to you and uh, is like, "Um, yeah, hey, welcome to town three twenty one. Uh, can I can I can I take your goats over to the to the pasture, sirs it, and others?" Yeah, they'd probably like that. All um, right. The ram's going to stay with us, though, because he's a wild card. He's unruly. You don't want him around your goats. Uh, um, okay. Uh, I'm away. Uh, yeah. Are you expected? People with our quality of top-notch goods are always expected. <laughs> Zor nods in agreement. <laughs> We're merchants. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm just gonna take we're selling, like, these goats. <laughs> no, Pat. No. Yeah, you want me to park the cart over there too, or? The... Uh, you know, if it's not too much trouble, we we're all more than capable of parking a cart because we do it all the time because we do this all the time. But uh, yeah, if you want to take care of it, that'd be good. <laughs> I I don't meet many merchants who are willing to park their own cart. Is you know the, is the thing. Oh yeah, I mean we didn't. I was just seeing if you know what merchants really did. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test. Uh, all right, I was I was never much good at tests in school, but uh, you know, okay, I'm just gonna. You're great at parking carts, though, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, well, you haven't seen me do it, but I am. <laughs> I just got a feeling. Okay. So uh, this guy is a he's a heavy set guy. Uh, he sort of climbs onto you. He he climbs onto your cart and sort of holds out his hands to take the reins from whoever was driving the cart. Uh, Carla, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just backseat driving Carla. Don't uh, park there, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Carla is is sort of sweating profusely. She is doing a very bad job of being in disguise. And she keeps like looking over at Squall, looking over at Quanjoy, looking over at Zora, and like as this uh, guy is reaching out for the reins, she's like, she looks like she's about to panic. She doesn't like, she doesn't so, know if she's supposed to give them up or not. I reach I, over and just take them out of her hands and hand them to the guy and say, "Sorry, she's a trainee. She's an uh, apprentice." Uh, yeah, okay. I I was an apprentice once too. We we've all we've all been there. Okay, bye now. And he, he sort of Good, sets goodbye. off with the cart. He's clearly Zora, not the usual welcoming crew, but uh, he's what you got. Zora will uh, lean into the others and whisper conspiratorially, do you think he believed us? Uh, well, it doesn't really matter if he did or not, but no, I don't. <laughs> we really should get better at this. Uh, yeah, anything yeah, worth you guys doing really is worth should. doing, right? <laughs> All right, so um, shortly after, uh, so Weihout uh, is uh, takes your cart away, and you see him off to the south, unhitching the unhitching the goats and moving them into the paddock with uh, the town's goat, the village's goats. Oh my gosh! <laughs> with the village's goats, and as that's happening, you see a, a sort of a short, stout guy with a huge beard comes out of one of the shops to the south, clearly having seen you arrive, and he's he's sort of rubbing his hands together. He looks very excited to see you. Uh, we don't have any goods, do we? He's coming towards you. Uh, uh, time to improvise. Um, Carla, um, we're going to tell him we're selling recipes, and you're going to <laughs> recite those recipes for them to write down if they ask us for anything. Can you remember recipes, Carla? Uh, yes, I know lots of recipes for baking. I can do sticky rolls. Uh, I can do bread. Uh, While I Carla can... is talking, I say, okay, plan B. We say that all of our stuff got stolen. <laughs> We're looking for the people who stole it from us. I like how the stalwart likes making up the biggest lies possible. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works, though. Zora will nod her I, I am part approval. of the con. That's true. <laughs> Mysterious right. con. It is we'll okay go. to lie if it is for gov. So this man comes up to you. He's nicely dressed. You would assume that he is a merchant from how nicely he's dressed. 
He's got some feathers in his hair and like a, a golden hair ornament that's holding his hair sort of up in a bun. His beard looks a little bit like an anchor shape, like it sticks out to either side of his face and then meets in a point below. Uh, his mustache is oiled to points that sort of point upwards uh, from beneath his nose. It's a it's a look he's got going on. He seems quite vain right. about it. Into it. <laughs> I'm like captivated by this guy. He's uh is rubbing his hands together. He's got a glint in his eye and his hello, hello, welcome to 321. Sorry about that, Claude. Ah, so you are merchants, are you? Yes, welcome. I'm a merchant too, you know. You don't say. Yes, I'm Pelin Gao. You may have heard of me. Have we heard of him? Uh, maybe. <laughs> what do we need to roll to find out if we've heard of him? You can uh I if you want to find out if you've actually heard of him, that would be a spout lore. If you want to say that you've heard of him, then you're then you know that's just a lie. Both. I'm gonna roll spout lore. <laughs> uh, so you I have a, definitely not heard of him. Squall, you but rolled a, a four. You're happy to lie about it, though. <laughs> so I rolled a five. So neither of you have heard of Pelin Gao, which is Lies honestly okay for Gav. It's it's honestly not at all surprising that you would not have heard of some random merchant who lives in a small village in Sector 3. Like, it, he's not... There's no way he's a big deal or he wouldn't be living here. Okay. Is, there like a, is there like a bluff check thing, or am I just rolling charisma? Or uh, If you... Well, let's see. Um, just want to, like, lie to him, like, maybe butter him up a bit. Yeah, tell us how good this church man is at lying. You you are <laughs> you, you are welcome to just lie to him. He'll probably believe you. Like uh, unless you want something from him, you don't really need to roll for that. Or unless they're trying to determine the truth and you're lying, you don't you don't need to roll if you're just lying for fun. <laughs> this is not for fun. This is for guff. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is all business, baby. Yeah, like if I this were some... if this were he a wants lie, to roll something. <laughs> If this were a lie that had some type of serious consequence to it or some type of interesting consequence to it, it would be defy danger with charisma or possibly intelligence. But it doesn't. Danger. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say something to the effect of like, oh, yeah, no, I, you know, personally, <laughs> but I've heard good things from uh, from merchants in the area. He, uh, he chooses to believe. It's spoken in this tone where it's like, even if the merchants have nothing good to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, business talk. He seems to have uh, chosen to believe that that means you've heard of him personally. And uh, sort of he puffs up his chest and he looks uh, he looks very proud. And he says, well, that's wonderful. Uh, so how can I help you? How can I help you today? Well, I don't really think you can be of too much assistance to us. Your company is certainly appreciated, but all of our goods were stolen. Our apprentice is nervous. We just, you know, need a few seconds <laughs> to... We definitely need uh, help with the nervous apprentice. <laughs> no, we just we just need a few seconds to relax after a rough journey, and uh, we'll come find you. Stolen, Helen says, and he God damn it. hands flutter <laughs> up to his mouth. <laughs> Your goods were stolen on the road. Oh my goodness! Where? Well, where? By whom? Well, you know, bobcats I'm... love shiny things. Bobcats. Actually, I am sure that our apprentice could describe what they looked like as she was witness to the crime. Oh, no. <laughs> Carla's like, what? Carla, could you describe these criminals? Uh, they... Uh, one of them used another name? They, they, you thought that they had one name, but you found out that there was another? Right. There, there are five of them, Carla. They're the her, the heretics. The heretics that heretics. The stole They're from definitely you. Definitely thieves. Yeah. Yes. And she's sort of like she's she's shaking again, and like her hands are, are dripping sweat. And she keeps trying to wipe them off on her on her jacket, uh, not her jacket on her robe. She's like, ah, there was, there it's, was. It's wiping away the mud and stuff that we put on it, so it's ruining her disguise. <laughs> yeah. Can can I motion to Ramulus to go over and like kind of comfort her just a little bit? Because you uh, know he's a big furry ram, might help. Just. You know, so, give her like an affectionate nudge. So Ramulus goes over there and she immediately latches on to Ramulus and is like clutching him pretty hard. Right. Ramulus He's pretty cool with that. 
Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't look thrilled, but uh, he's like, all right. So she's she basically goes on to describe Lean and uh, the the other five. Uh, actually, she's only ever seen other four of the others. Okay. Lean and the and the other four teenagers. And it's like, yeah, it was them. They 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 stole our recipes. <laughs> cookbooks. You mean they're they're called cookbooks. That's, yeah, that's what they. St- that's what they stole. As you can see, our apprentice has been greatly traumatized, so any help that you can provide would be greatly appreciated. Hmm, heretics. Ah, well, huh. I'm sure we don't have anything like that here in our village, but, uh... We'll he sort of... about that. Sort of, uh... <laughs> he sort of leans in towards you, at like, uh, and is looking around conspiratorially and says, But, you know, just between us, I've heard that something big went down over in town 3-7 with the heretics. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard a little bit about that, too. <laughs> yeah, may- maybe it's this. Maybe it's the same people. Maybe it's them. Oh, that would be wild. 3-7's not far. It's only like a day away from here. Uh, it's around two. <laughs> two days. Uh, it might take us two days to get to the city, but uh, the town town 7's just, just, uh, just a day away from here. Uh, oh, by car. Yeah. But by cart. Um, so you you don't recall seeing any of them. We desperately want our cookbooks back. And we believe that they may be using the sales from these cookbooks to finance their escape. Oh wow, that's that's serious. Are you are you looking into this? Are you investigating this? Isn't that normally wouldn't the church normally do that? You know, a person is curious about who robbed them. It's, oh yeah, it's yeah. a curiosity that never really goes away. You know, one time uh, a few the years back, I was out with uh, I was out with some goods of my own, and uh, I I lost those. Uh, I, they weren't they weren't stolen so much. Pellin admits, but uh, this massive creature, like twice the size of a man, rose up out of the sands and was roaring at me. This big big claws on its on its paws. And just roaring at me, this dark brown fur, and I, I ran All away. My eyes are like lit up. <laughs> no one ever believes me when I tell them about this, but I'm pretty sure it was a bear. Bear. That's not a thing. That's what people that... say, but you know, hand to gov. I'm like, I'm like, you know, having to turn away to avoid <laughs> on this because I, otherwise it will ruin my disguise. Because I'm known as a stalwart who talks about bears all the time. <laughs> you're you're going to have to defy danger with your intelligence. No, this is either going to be constitution to force yourself physically not to look, or intelligence to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Are you good at either? Oh, um, I'm okay at both. Go with intelligence. Uh, so, so you roll the you roll the twelve and. What does this look like? How do you do it? And I bite my tongue in the inside of my cheek until the next time I speak, I have blood coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make the I'll make the uh, the heretical bandit story much more believable. You were wounded, obviously. Yeah, it's true. I, I have internal injuries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Pelengau sees that uh, you have blood coming out of your mouth. It's like, oh, oh, you. You were hurt by these heretics. Oh, they must have attacked you. Okay, come come with me. Come with me. I'll take you to the apothecary. Uh, you know what? That's maybe not the worst idea. What do you I'm, think? I'm willing to go along with it. Let's go. Okay. Okay. All right. So he takes you up uh, in between the quad and the sort of lower mid-income housing there. Oh, sorry. That's the lower income housing. The uh, These ones on the left side of the shrine. And uh, then sort of cuts through that's the square. Beautiful to the uh the middle class housing and there's a a nice looking house that has a picture of some herbs hung from it by a secondary door so obviously the apothecary lives here and also uh does their business here okay so uh how close attention is merchant guy paying to any or all of us uh right he now? is he is chatting animatedly with you the entire way uh both about his experience with the bear and uh, how, oh, much, no, Pat. <laughs> how much he hates heretics. Uh, yeah. Paul's about to pass out at this point. <laughs> Does uh, he seem like he's being genuine about his hatred for heretics? It's, uh, 
Well, uh, you can discern realities to find out. Okay. Can, well, I'm going to do I that. Can ask, I can use I can use my move while trying oh. to distract myself from this bear talk. Ooh. Uh, if you GM, have a is there man. anything heretical? Go for it. Is anything here heretical? Uh, yeah, this merchant <laughs> is definitely uh, has some minor heresies going on. Like this merchant has probably <laughs> done some minor heresies uh, in their time. You can sense through Gov that uh, Pelengau, while mostly a good citizen, uh, has definitely done some things that Gov would not approve of in the pursuit of profit. The bear. It's <laughs> the main thing I'm asking Gov about. <laughs> uh, Gov doesn't doesn't speak to you or anything. You just get this impression that Pelengau is not no, as, no, so as pure. Regardless of the answer I get, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you you are sort of praying to Gov about whether this bear exists, whether they're telling the truth about the bear, and you get the impression from your connection to Gov that Pelengau has done some stuff in his life, but is mostly mostly on the right side of the law. Okay. So how Squall like... chooses to interpret that is up to you. I, I just, you know, I interpret it by, like, nodding to the group and, you know, going along with what he says as opposed to broadcasting that I have suspicion. Okay. That, but... So uh, Pelengau brings you up to the front door and he's like, and this is, uh, this is where our apothecary Sarah does her business. Uh, you know, she's real bright. I don't know what happened to her kid, uh, but, well, you know, anyway... This is the apothecary's place. Uh, you can come by my shop Alina. when you're done. Yeah, where's where's your shop? Oh, you just you saw me come out of it. It's just uh, right on top of the uh, the paddocks there. I sell uh, I sell textiles and dyes. I lean in and ask. Uh, you know, since we're new in town and we're not anyone famous or anything, <laughs> is there anything we shouldn't ask about regarding her kid? Like, what what's the what should we not say? Because bad no, apothecary. You you are service. you already met her son, Way. There's nothing wrong with him, he's just an idiot. Oh, that was just, the that was the guy uh, who took our goats? Yeah, 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 that's Way. Oh, I liked him. Well, you know, to each their own. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for everything, bud. Hey, Gov be with you. Instinctively Gov, I give him a hug, you know, hoping you to too. give him the the credibility from the hug, but I stopped myself midway through, so it's just really weird. <laughs> it sort of gives you a, a confused look, but then it's like, oh, okay, bye now. He wanders off back down towards, and you sort of, you see him pausing to uh, chat with what you recognize as a notary outside the shrine. All right, so you are, uh, you're at this house that's also an apothecary. So before we go in, I would like to say, especially to Zora, since, you know, our five or however many runaway people uh we're all doing business with apothecaries and involved in uh you know heretical apothecary related endeavors uh we may be able to find something out from this person they may have gone to the apothecary because that's what they yes um do you think that we should ask her specifically about these criminals just like we did before i think we maybe need to play it a little more subtle which means Carla probably shouldn't. Well, now that we know what they look like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll follow your lead on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going wanna. to delegate questioning her to you too, because I'm going to be having my mouth looked at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're not very good for speaking. Did you? Um. Well, no, because the we're going there so they can check out the injury in my mouth. So. Well, you're I'm not very good for speaking because of the blood in your mouth. Right. Probably should make Carla wait outside with the ram. Uh, Do you think Carla will be okay outside by herself? That's kind of what I'm wondering. We should That's ask why the her. the ram's there. Yeah, we uh, should ask her. Which she would rather do. Carla she is, rather... uh, she is still clutching Ramulus. I'm going to tell her to go easy just a little bit. You know, he's got to breathe. Uh, so, oh, sorry, 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 Ramulus. She says, oh, patting, right. patting his head, but still sort of clutching at okay. him. Uh so, Carla, would you rather come to the apothecary with us or wait out here with Ramulus as long as you promise to be gentle with me? I'll wait here, I think. I'll just, I'll be, I'll be here, she says. Hey, if, if you run off, you'll tell me. I'm not, why, why would, <laughs> it's the desert, I would die. 
I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. Like the episode ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> are we going to go into this apothecary then? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So you go in there, and this is a bell that rings as you enter the shop. And uh, a a woman turns to look at you. She's got uh, a lot of like frizzy hair that goes uh, pretty far down her back, and uh, she's wearing like beads and uh, stuff in her hair to sort of keep it in some semblance of order and out of her face. She's got traditional apothecary's robes on. They're sort of spattered with uh, various substances, as you would expect. She doesn't smile at you as you enter, but she uh, immediately looks at Squall's bloody mouth and uh, her frown deepens slightly. And she's like, who are you and what have you done to yourself? Well, uh, um, go ahead. Sorry, Trudy. No, um, Zora goes, well, uh, we are traveling merchants. <laughs> we are. We we are... Fake <laughs> I hope to God that we discussed any fake names before we got here. Oh, no, we have no fake names. That, but that's part of the con. It's fine. I mean, how how well known are we outside the, the city? Like, if we were like, yeah, my name's Sora. Nice to meet you. Would would people know us? Are we that famous? People wouldn't know you by name. They would know you by reputation. Okay. So they, they would know, like, they would know how to recognize you based on seeing you and your symbols. Okay. So they would know you mostly by your sword. They would know Quanjoy mostly by Ramulus. They would know Squall mostly by his his markings. Um, Outside, someone is mistaking Carla for Quanjoy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said you disguised Ramulus too, right? So I know. yes, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Zora says uh, we're traveling merchants. We were attacked on the road, um, and our goods were stolen. As you can see, he sustained a pretty horrible wound in his mouth. Hmm. To be able to take care of him. Well, that is my duty. Try and help it. We appreciate anything that you can do. She sort of, she snaps her fingers at Squall. She's like, come on, come over here. Open up. Let me see. Do I roll? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to roll anything. You can just, you can do it or not. It's your call. Mouth roll. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep us waiting, Pat. Are you going to do it or not? Following with I'm I'm too deep in the grift now to. Not... <laughs> this is the con. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Sarah gets annoyed and sort of strides over to you and grabs your grabs your grabs you by the jaw. Uh, you're considerably well, actually. How tall is Squall? Uh, we find out. Open up Google. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy height. I imagine that's what you're googling. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I googled. He's he's yeah. he's five foot nine. Okay. Oh wow. About what okay. I expected. All right. Uh, so you're you're actually about the same height as her. Seven, by the way. So she uh, she sort of grips you by the jaw and is like, "We don't have all day. I've got things to do." And it's trying to sort of force you to open your mouth. Be open. So I'm just going like, "Oh," uh, while she grabs my jaw. <laughs> so she she sort of peers in there and is looking and frowning and like going, <sighs> "It looks more like you bit yourself, but I suppose." Maybe did they punch you or something, and you bit yourself? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Oh. <laughs> okay, S sit here. She says, gesturing to a stool. I'll, I'll make something up for you. And she goes to busy herself at her apothecary's bench. So I want to go over there and talk to her while she's kind of distracted, okay, <laughs> doing something else. Um, just casually. I don't know if I need. Rizma or something for this, but just as casual as possible. Be like, uh, have you made anything weird for anyone else lately? Or has anyone come in with any weird uh, poultices? You know, I kind of have this hobby of learning about different poultices in different towns I go to. Is it possible that, um, because everybody goes, everybody has an apprenticeship when they're 15 in this world. Oh, so, so I could have been an apothecary apprentice? Yeah, it's entirely possible. Or at least in the grift. Apothecary's <laughs> <laughs> apprentice. I'm not as an, sure. As an earlier part of the grift, you were an apothecary's apprentice. Yeah. That was just stage one of the grift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so she says, well, you know, I, I always have to make strange things for the people in this village. They're always hurting themselves in one way or another or ingesting some, you know, potion or other that they think will make them more virile or smarter or whatever, and inevitably they poison themselves. So, oh, yes, I have to make many odd things. Oh, yeah, I mean, inevitably they poison themselves. But, you know, was just anything real out of the ordinary. I only really want juicy stuff. You know, I was an apothecary's apprentice myself, and I, I made some weird stuff, lady. I made some real weird stuff. But I'm talking about cream of the crop weird. Oh, well, uh, let me think. Uh, well, I'm thinking, can you grab me the mugwort, please? Yes. Okay, so do I have to roll lore or whatever? <laughs> are they labeled? <laughs> they are definitely not labeled, but she assumes... Oh, because you were an apothecary's apprentice, you I know what the mugwort is. Determine whether or not you poison me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. Uh, I'm going to say that's a defy danger with intelligence. Oh so, no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, no. I'll roll that for you there. Okay. Oh god. And I can't see what's happening at all. So... <laughs> uh, you rolled a nine. That's okay, not bad, but that means you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. I'll offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. Ah, uh, let's see. What would be good here? So a hard even... bargain. Hmm. Well, yeah, I have to. Okay. I have to decide what I'm going to offer you here. Bargain okay. from an apothecary. You know, that's. that's I'm going to offer you a, a worse outcome. You can, you can give her the mugwort, but uh, you grab the wrong variety of it. Okay. Okay. So you, you hand her the mugwort, and she starts shaving it into this uh, concoction that she's making. And there's a sort of, sort of a sudden hiss, and smoke starts coming up from it. And uh, she starts sort of coughing, and her eyes are watering. She sort of stumbles back. She's like, oh, you idiot! No, not the not the blue mugwort! Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I was an apprentice. That's totally my fault. I really apologize, and I'm legitimately being humble when I say this not like fake humble or sarcastic pious or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you are, as you are saying this, the smoke is starting to fill the room Shit. and it is starting to sting all of your eyes and uh, sort of get into your, your noses. Can we open the doors and windows? Uh, you're going to have to move quickly. So that would be using your dexterity to defy <laughs> danger. Oh, my other wonderful stat. We're doing so well, <laughs> playing to all of our strengths. Okay. <laughs> We're all going to die in this uh, So you you can create a vent, but you will have to do it by breaking her window. <laughs> yes, of course you do it. <laughs> okay, Zora it's attempts to open sword. a window and breaks it in the process of trying to open it. Maybe it's just stuck. Yeah, it's the the window's stuck a little bit. You're not familiar with this style of window, so you're trying to open it the way you think it should open, and instead yes. you just you just rip the window out of its frame, <laughs> and it goes flying to the back of the shop, and uh, you hear crashing and glass breaking noises, but the the smoke clears out of the room. Never um, sneak up on a man who's been in a chemical fire. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, from the back of the room, uh, you now hear a noise that you don't really want to, uh, which is the crackling of flames. Uh, well, Pat's got this covered, I'm pretty sure. I'm, si I'm sitting there with my mouth still open. <laughs> it's just blood dripping onto the ground. We are the worst elite agents of all time. We couldn't even really talk to the apothecary without burning her stuff. <laughs> so you, you can... Do you, think, do you think the governor picked us knowing that we would die? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you start to you start to see the dark smoke that comes from, uh, from things burning, from a fire, uh, creeping out from the back of the shop, and Sarah is now uh, screaming an alarm and sort of rushing around trying to find her uh, fire-combating agents. Because obviously, so while she does, oh, sorry. It's, it's say obviously a, a fire that comes from burning the weird stuff in the back of an apothecary shop. You, you're not going to be able to put that out with just water. So she's trying to find the powders and stuff that she uses for this. Can I put my disguise cloak? Try to use that and cover the fire and stomp on it and see what happens. 
Oh my God. <laughs> I just okay. don't trust her to be with the quickness. She's she's already messed up. Her store is on fire. She's already messed up. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, wow. obviously, an so elite much seeker of the church's elite seeker. <laughs> No, um, so I don't see anything in my fire powers to stop fires. I can only yeah. cause them. Yeah, you can withstand them too. I think uh, I maybe for a couple minutes, but smoke will still kill me. Yeah, maybe. Uh, how about this? How about I'll ask Sarah if there's anything I can do other than get the hell away. She says, "Yes, you need to get me the." And she says, "Like another." Oh no. <laughs> Another term that's obviously something an apothecary would know, uh, but that you I'm s- don't. I'm sorry, there's so much smoke in my eyes, I can't tell one vial from another. She says, oh, just try and stamp it out, maybe. I'm, I, need, I need to find okay. my powders. So I am going to do that with my disguised cloak, then, I guess. Okay. Uh, so you whip off your disguised cloak, and you... So you're going into the back? As close as I can safely get, I guess. Okay. Uh, so you sort of vault over. There's a sort of a bar type table separating okay. the front of the shop where you are from the back of the shop. So you have to do like a cool slide over that, and uh, you whip your cloak around and sort of throw it at the fire, which uh, you see is oddly enough, it's not just regular red flames. There's like some green flames in there, some purple flames going on because the stuff that is burning is all these different chemicals and and stuff that cause uh, different colors of flame. Okay, well, I'm still going to do my best, I guess. All right, I'm trying to think what this will be. I like how the, the other option apparently was you were just going to be like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you are you, you throw your cloak at the, the, the fire that is rapidly growing, and you start sort of stomping on it. I'll say this is a this is a, either strength or constitution defy danger to, to do this. What do you think? Uh, well, I don't think stomping requires all that much strength. I think it would take more fortitude and courage to be willing to stomp around in there and to take whatever it dishes out. That makes sense. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you rolled another seven here. Uh, yeah, okay. not good with the rolling. This is This is what makes this game system fun. <laughs> Is that most of the time you're going to roll seven we to nine? <laughs> uh, so you're you're able to you're able to put it out, but your cloak is is destroyed. The cloak is you can never okay. use it again. Uh, it's it's burned. My up. disguise cloak. Yes, yeah, your disguise cloak okay. is burned up. Uh, you take some like you're you're inhaling smoke while this happens, so it's okay. uh, it's it's having a negative effect on you. Uh, I'm going to give you what's called a debility in this system. Okay. And uh, I'm going to put what here. Uh, I'm going to put that you are sick, which damages your constitution. Okay. Uh, so you've got you've got a persistent cough now, and uh, your eyes are watering. So that'll be. Oh, so much for my stealth. <laughs> 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 the only thing I was good for out the door. <laughs> causing you some issues. Uh, Sarah comes around the corner, and she's got some powders that she she throws on some of the still smoldering bits. Uh, you hear shouts okay. coming from outside. Carla is screaming because she thinks you're all burning to death. And We're just giving her more PTSD. You're, you're hearing Carla. more people approaching approaching the store. Uh, uh, we'll but the work. fire's out, and the smoke is, <laughs> is going out through the window that, uh, that Zora ripped off the wall. <laughs> well, we didn't burn it down. I call this a successful mission. Uh, okay, so Sarah just sort of looks around at her now smoke-damaged shop and just looks back at you and is like, Why did you pick the blue mugwort? Uh, honest mistake, but a costly and honest mistake, and I'm very humbly sorry. Is there any way we can get back to that earlier conversation we were having? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you going to do about my shop? You nearly burned uh, it down. Can you ripped my window in out. Mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm very sick. And <laughs> can you treat him too? That's that's you know, uh, half of my supplies are gone. I probably still have enough for your friend's mouth, but I don't have anything that will help with 
smoke inhalation. You just have to ride it out. All right. She's just, she looks very angry, but she's like, she's gripping her fists so tightly that you see her nails are digging into the flesh of her palm and there's some, a little bit of blood welling up under one of her nails and she's just like, okay. Do we have any money, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zora um, has some money. You you um, would You would have like getting around money. You could make out like a um a, please bill this to the church. <laughs> yeah, you you could make a bill to the church, but that would mean revealing yourselves. Well, we've already revealed ourselves since the cloak disguise is off. <laughs> yeah. I mean I guess they still can't like see my Rams disguise is fine. So now I just look like maybe a merchant who's really into getting into fights. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that that's the option I'll offer you. You can you can make out a, a bill to the church, which will reveal at least one of your identities, because it would either have to be actually no, it would it would have to be Squall who would make out that bill. He's the only one with the authority for that here. I am I am pretty sure that I had some coin because yeah, misremembering. Nope. I you, think Squall like is the you, only one with money. Like you you have you have you have money you have currency but you do not have enough currency to pay to rebuild um, <laughs> an apothecary. Here's the thing, Pat and Trudy offer All to build it ourselves, them. and that's the rest of the quest. Is our <laughs> cleaning Rebuilding up and the shop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enthusiastic. Yes. <laughs> you hear from outside, Sarah. Sarah, are you all right, Sarah? And uh, a man sort of rushes up towards it. He's got uh, long hair. He's very well dressed. Uh, much better dressed than Pelengau. Um, like, he looks like he's just sort of effortlessly well dressed, whereas Pelin was really trying hard to look well dressed and high class. This is a man who is born to this, whereas Pelengau looks like he worked his way into it and is trying to put on the airs of it. Okay, uh, question. Um, yep. How hot is he? <laughs> uh that depends on how attracted you are to money because he clearly has a lot of it <laughs> but well, otherwise i am <laughs> i the money part has me this <laughs> <laughs> he looks uh my lust for, my lust for the grift <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say he looks he looks sort of like a um a younger ron perlman with long hair okay so in fancy clothes and he's wearing a cravat a silk cravat I I do just want to say, uh, real quick, we all have the selfless disposition. I would say it would be really uh, yeah. out of character for all of us to not break cover and rebuild the thing with the church's money. No, I agree. That's exactly where Zora is. She was probably digging through her pockets as soon as she broke the window. Yeah. All three of us are selfless. Sarah's calling back out, I'm fine, Quoro, but my shop isn't. Cora's like, oh, oh, goodness, uh, is, is it safe? Can I come in? Like, it's uh, safe it's enough. It's pretty safe, actually. <laughs> uh, so the, this this man comes in. He looks to be in about his 40s, uh, around the same age as this woman. And uh, he sort of rushes over and, and clasps her hands, and she sort of rolls her eyes. He's like, oh, Sarah, I, I don't know what I'd do with myself if you were if you were injured in any way. And she's like, I'm fine, Quaro. It's the shop. These people... So... He sort of looks at you and he's he narrows his eyes and he says, "Who are these vagabonds?" Uh, since I guess since I'm the one without the disguise any longer, <laughs> which is my own fault, I'll say, you know, uh, all people under the immaculate rule of Gov are imperfect, and I am one of those people. But I am one of Gov's agents, and so are my friends. Uh, we're here on behalf of the church. We're going to pay to rebuild your shop. I'm sorry for all of the commotion and the problems. We were trying to be subtle about all of this, and it went the exact opposite way. Because, again, all people are imperfect. While this is going on, Zora's taking off her disguise because it's filthy. As you uh, sort of unwrap your disguise, it reveals uh, the sword, and Koro takes a step back, and so does Sarah. They're like... <gasps> The sword of Gov. Some blood into a nearby cup, and then take off my hat, causing my rat tail to unfurl and fall <laughs> down my back. The stalwart. Sure, revealing the giant Gov tattoo on my chest. 
Oh. And I say, I'm Squall Lee, the stalwart, and I take responsibility <laughs> for this. It was my injury that brought us here. I will see that things are repaid. And halfway through that, I do have to spit blood into the cup again. Yeah, it's like, as you are speaking, there's just more and more blood drooling down over your chin, spattering on your chest on the ground. At this point, I've lost probably a fourth of my blood. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they sort of... Quoro like, is... Then while they respond, I put my shirt back on. Quoro is, uh, <laughs> is, is sort of bowing uh, obsequiously. And Sarah is just like... She looks resigned. She's like... Very well. Uh, I'll I'll make an, a new batch of that Pultus for your mouth. And she sort of uh, goes over and is she she looks resigned as she starts whipping up a new batch. I take it you're not an apothecary, I, she says, looking at Quanjoy. Uh, you know, uh, no, not not a current apothecary <laughs> at all by any means. Um, I just really wanted to know if anything really strange had come through here either you making something for some someone else coming through this apothecary with something else and i wanted to not upset your life too much and i obviously failed at that and i i understand i I step in again and say we are here looking for people and we thought that visiting this place would be a fast way to discover if anything was amiss is your uh colorblind or something as you are as you are speaking <laughs> and spraying blood everywhere, she just impatiently shoves something into like your mouth. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so my speech ends there, and I'm just kind of going, oh, 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 with a poultice <laughs> in my mouth. As you're chewing that, you can feel that the, the bleeding very quickly stops, and your mouth starts to feel better oh, I'm chewing. very quickly. She says, chew on that, don't swallow it, spit it out when the bleeding stops entirely. She says, all right. As to strange things, uh, well, I've... I've been trading materials back and forth with the apothecary in uh, in town 37, at least until last week when the town was abandoned, but nothing that immediately seemed very strange, just the usual apothecary materials. You know, we have some herbs that grow better here than they do in the town. And you haven't heard from this other apothecary in 37 since the town was <laughs> purged? No, I, I assume Isabel was killed. Yeah. It's a shame, but uh, I understand that that's Gov's will. Yes. I, I lean over and I hit Zora on the arm while I'm chewing on this thing when she says Isabel. Yeah. Z- Zora, <laughs> Zora kind of nods at that. Uh, can you tell us about which herbs grow a little bit better here, possibly? Uh, yes, I can, but the GM doesn't know much about herbs, so I'll just <laughs> say that I tell you about them. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. And it's time to go burn everything else in town down. And- <laughs> um, you you hear I suddenly from outside. That. Sorry, uh, you hear suddenly from outside. Carla shouting for you. Guess we better go see what she's on about. Yeah, we're gonna run out. Roll my eyes, like you know, oh god, her again. <laughs> Skull, you've you've made out a bill to to Sarah, I assume at this point, like a no, bill. I, I, I keep it as opposed to when the con is on. Right now, everything's on the level. <laughs> so so you've, you, you sort of you leave it on the on the table, and she nods at you and says, uh, "Remember, don't swallow it." And uh, I guess <laughs> you head out. Uh, you see that most of the village is sort of gathered, looking at the smoke and the burning apothecary. You, you see the notary uh, with uh, the hands over their mouths, uh, standing with Pell and Gao, and there's a a very handsome man next to the uh, notary who's got a little mustache and nicely coiffed hair. Uh, fairly well dressed, but not like effortlessly well dressed, like Quoro, and not trying too hard, like Pelin. Just he just looks good in his clothes. Uh, and then, but Carla is sort of jumping up and down while still holding on to Ramulus, and is sort of calling to you. She's like, "I saw her! I saw her! I saw her!" Okay, uh, Zora, do you want to take the lead on this one? Um, certainly. Who I nudge, I nudge Zora to take the lead while I'm still chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Where'd they go? I saw, I saw, I saw Esme. I saw my friend Esme, the one who was, who joined Lean, the one who was in the XCOM. Where did she go? I saw her come out from underneath the shrine, and she ran. Which direction? Um, she points to the south, and you see your cart is leaving. Oh Oh. my gosh. (laughs) All right. Um, we can see if Ramulus can maybe catch up. And uh, 
knock the cart Ram over. one of the goats. <laughs> well, hopefully without hurting anyone, just knock the cart off track. We can see if that would work. I could alternately try to shoot that person non-fatally at a very far distance. <laughs> <laughs> my my options mostly consist of I can shoot fire at them. My uh, yeah. That seems like that seems like a bit much for the moment. Yeah. yeah, my options are all melee. Also, I think it's hilarious that we may destroy our own cart and thus destroy everything that is going to help us during this adventure. I just remembered that we I'm the party. Another... And I, yes. I, <laughs> just write it. Healing myself, I just was like making the, the yes, Pat, and I'm sick. <laughs> uh, the cart is leaving the village uh, boundaries now. It is going quite quickly. Whoever's driving it knows goats. So does Ramulus have any chance of catching up? If you, let's see. He has hunt. Yeah, uh, you can command him to hunt and he will take off after them. Okay, um, I'm just going to be like, catch them if you can, derail them, don't kill anyone. Uh, Ramulus sort of inclines. Carla's still holding on when Ramulus takes off. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she'll let go. Yeah, Ramulus inclines his head at you, uh, you know, his big curled horns. It's, it's not bowing or anything. He, he sort of sees you as his equal uh, partner. Yeah. And uh, just sort of inclines his head at you and then leaps on top of this mostly burned building and then leaps from that to the next uh, roof and so on and is heading towards the south end of town for the roof drops. Carla was holding on when he started to leap, but she just ends up sort of flopping to the ground. Is, <laughs> is there... Go ahead. That's just her going... Woof. Oh, is there is there another cart that we could potentially steal to catch up? I don't, you probably don't have to steal it. Without stealing. <laughs> yeah, I think we can have whatever we want. <laughs> is there one that we can borrow? Do you, do you say that out loud? Say, say to, um, yeah. what's his name, the rich guy, I need your fastest goats. And Cora's like, I don't have any goats. Pelin's like, I do. <laughs> um, all right, Pelin. Hook us up. your goats. He says, all right, I'll go get them ready. And he heads down to his shop. With the quickness, Pelin. He's he's running, but he's okay. short, so it's not that fast. Okay. I, but he's I he's hustling off to get a cart ready for you. Let's all get to the edge of town, maybe, so we can be ready for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're all heading out there towards the uh, towards the edge of town, towards the desert, towards the edge of the village, towards mm -hmm. the desert. You can see the sort of the plume of dust behind the cart, and a little behind that, there is the plume of dust as um, as Ramulus leaps down from the final roof of one of the wealthy houses here and, and takes off into the desert after them. Okay, so I guess it's a waiting game until we back. Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna go on ahead. Pick me up in the cart <laughs> on your way. I'm probably gonna be more useful if I follow along as closely as I can. Agreed. Okay. So Actually, I, I have a question now. for the GM. Yep. Uh, I still do. I have my. Did we leave all of our gear in the cart, or do we have our gear on us? I don't know. I definitely would have had my sword at the least. Like, is it possible? Uh, is it, it acceptable to throw uh, to throw Quanjoy a healing potion so he stops coughing while he talks? Uh, the healing potion would not fix his cough. Someone anyway for luck. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, nothing's going to fix this cough, and I'm going to die in the desert. But that was always my fate. <laughs> <laughs> May God's blessings be with you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I guess that's what I'm going to do, Matt. Okay, so you take off into the desert, following behind uh, Ramulus, who's following behind this cart. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's a, it's a, the sun started moving again while you were here, so it's, it's, 10-ish, 11-ish now, as the sun sort of hustles to catch up to where it's supposed to be and maybe overshoots things a little bit. Okay. So is there anything you want to do? It'll take maybe 15 minutes to get the cart ready. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Maybe I, I... do some calisthenics and like show off how <laughs> in shape I am. Okay. So I have a question. Would it be too far of a stretch? Did, did the sun start moving when she ran off with our cart, or did it start moving before then? Uh, the two events seem unrelated. Okay, just just making sure. Okay, as you're doing your calisthenics, both the notary and the handsome guy standing next to her are, are enthralled in this spectacle. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they should be. Rat tail just whipping around. <laughs> uh, so Quoro and Sarah are you know, sort of talking together about how they're going to 
get this fixed. You know, it's one thing to have the money. It's another thing to have the talent to fix it. Uh, so they're trying to talk and figure out who they're going to get in to fix it and so on. Uh, Carla's sort of rocking back and forth, sitting on the ground with her uh, arms around her knees, hugged to her chest. Well, uh, are yeah. you okay? Okay. I didn't want to believe it. She was my best friend. It's not too late for her. How could it she not can... be too late? She helped. She helped the XCOM. She joined the XCOM. She's fleeing no... from the church. There's nothing stopping her from seeing God's light once again. I hope so. Make kind of a face like I'm not sure that that's true, but... <laughs> Zora truly believes it. <laughs> All right. So after a while of this, Wei comes up to you. He's like, oh, oh, mom, are you, you okay, mom? I, I heard. He's like, it's fine, Way. It's fine. We just have to rebuild. He's like, okay, all right. Uh, uh, your, your cart's ready. Thank you. I hooked up some good goats, uh, to the, to the cart. To the, we, we don't have a lot of goats here, so, so you can bring them back, maybe, alive. We will be... return them as soon as we can. Okay. We'll okay. return goats of equal or greater value. value. Uh, if you could bring them back, they're, you know, they're, they're important. We'll bring them back. Okay, I, I'm, oh. I'm going to trust you on that. Uh, so you are you going to head down to get the cart? Yeah, we're going to head down. Okay, you head down no, to the I'm cart. I'm just going to stick on <laughs> The best they can do is they have a four-in-hand cart, so it's not going to be as fast as the uh, as the cart you came on, and the goats aren't as good stock, and it's not as high quality, but uh, it's still going to be faster and safer than walking across the desert. All right. So this likely won't be a Mad Max chase across the desert type scenario because you won't be able to catch up, but uh, hopefully you'll be able to track them. And uh, you've seen the direction they're heading. They're heading east, and uh, well, you can probably do some spout lore to figure out what settlements are east of here or what things are east of here. And you also have a tracker with you as well. Yeah. Uh, so you just, you just head out on the, on the cart, and eventually after, uh, you know... About an hour, you catch up to Quanjoy, uh, and uh, Quanjoy, you gonna get on the cart as well? Uh, yeah, I suppose. So Ramulus hasn't come back. Jeez. You, you told him hunt, right? He's hunting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess so I better get on the cart. So this is why my bond cause... with Ram that he's like no good. <laughs> no good Ram. Yeah, I Towards guess I'll get on the catch up. Can I? I can easily see the cart's tracks and Ramulus's tracks from inside correct uh yeah you can for now though uh it is the desert and the wind's coming in okay so until i can't um i'm gonna get some rest in the cart see if i can feel a little bit okay so the the cart is heading basically east uh following the rapidly eroding tracks of the other cart you might need to try and figure some stuff out about uh where this cart is going. So I ha I can use hunt and track, I would imagine, and they can use spout lore to figure out what. Yeah, let's see. Oops, wrong window. All right, so hunt and track. When you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah. All right, you got a 13. Okay. Uh, so That's you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel, and choose one. Gain a useful bit of information about your quarry, and I'll tell you what that is or determine what caused the trail to end. So you I, are... I think you're going to know what caused the trail to end, which is like wind, dirt, and sand. And, okay. Um, I would like to gain a useful bit of information about my... Okay. You do see that eventually as you're following it along, you find the cart. You catch up to the cart and your six goats, but there's no sign of the woman, and there are no tracks around here. So... Somehow she has uh, she has disappeared, and so this uh, this tells you that she does know how to either hide her tracks or there's something nearby where she's hiding. Right, and it seemed like she was under the Ryan anyway, so maybe there's some underground thing, since people do live and work and do a lot of things underground anyway around here. Yeah, there's possibly. a lot of caverns. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, does someone want to spout lore to kind of see what's around here? Um, sure. What kind of lore, are, um, or what kind of score would we need? Like? Yeah, spout lore runs on intelligence. It's on your moves list. Is anyone is anyone better uh, at being no. smart? Okay. Huh? What? Very badly. Just yeah, now. Squall Squall attempted to spout lore, and uh, so very confidently, Squall starts telling you about uh, the entrances to the caverns that are nearby, and he says, I know that they're right over there by that uh, little oasis there. And you march over, and uh, there's 
there's nothing. It's just a little, yeah. uh, a little meager oasis, just some wet sand and a tree. Uh, can I get a second opinion on that? Maybe someone could aid, could aid, and then that would bring you up to a seven at least. Or you can just try. So, yeah, maybe Trudy can do it separately. I mean, I will fail. Yeah. Okay, so spot lore or aid. You're gonna use aid. So okay. you, you roll with your number of uh, bonds that you have with Squall. I have one. Um, so... It'll be a 2d6 plus one, basically. Gosh, my phone's running out of battery. Uh, Uh-oh. Gosh, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to just roll the other d6 then. I was trying to do it through the advanced roll. Totally screwed up. Okay, so uh, that does give the uh, the spout seven. lore up to a seven. So, oh wait, did I mess up on spout lore? Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so with the seven, I'll tell you something interesting and it's on you to make it useful. And, um, okay. So you're looking at the wet mud here and you see a single footprint in it and the footprint is still heading east. Interesting. Um, so the footprint is still pointed east in that wet mud Mm -hmm. and I'm not seeing any ram tracks or anything. No. Shit. Um, can I look for like secret entrances around where the footprint stops? Like um, anything that seems out of the ordinary? There there's nothing like that here. Okay. Like this is this is where a squall thought there was a secret entrance to a cavern, but there isn't one. Okay, but there is one wet footprint that just stops. Yeah. It's as if like the the side of the footprint is there. And you can tell that that footprint is still heading in that same direction. So there's something... Well, I'm not allowed to help you any more than that. Okay. I vote we just keep following it. I agree. Does anyone want to try and figure out what is in that direction? Or are you just going to wander aimlessly? Trudy, uh, I just think so... you should try. <laughs> it can't do any worse than me. Yeah. All right. Can I have someone aid me? Remember what happened the last time I aided you? I just micro the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's stopping you both from micromanaging the shit out of me. So essentially, all you're doing here is you're consulting a map. Okay, yes. Let's let's do that. So, uh, yeah, let's have uh, Zora roll your spout lore. And I have an idea. Oh, shit. Okay, so I, I do have an idea. Okay. Squall, I want to say that on your back, you have tattooed a map of the realm. Of course. What do you, you think that's okay? Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, roll your aid or interfere with your number of bonds with Zora, which you have, what, one or two? That's a nine. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, is that, how much did you, how, how many bonds do you have with Zora? I thought you had more than one or was that, no, that was with uh, Ramulus. Okay. Yeah. So that brings. <laughs> they are, uh, they do look alike. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So something interesting, but not necessarily useful. In how this. Good. In this direction, about a half a day by cart from here, is the smoking ruins of Town 3-7. Oh, shit. So the only the only real problem that we have here is that if I were going that far in the desert, I would, I would have taken the goats, unless the goats made her more trackable. I think there's a good possibility there. She knows she's dealing with a seeker, a sword, and a stalwart, so she's going to hide as best as and right she knows what we're capable of she certainly knows that we're capable of burning down apothecaries yeah my bad <laughs> i would hope that the the enemy party saw us blunder so badly and are like oh we can take it easy now you don't have to try too hard <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know what the right course of action is well why don't we take a break so okay. i can have some lunch and uh, when we come back from the break, we'll figure that out. Cool. All right. I really have the piece. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All okay. right, folks. Uh, I'll talk to you soon then. We'll be right back. Okay.